already started this. I started. Hi. Um. Can you come closer? Come to the closer? corner. Closer? Yeah, to the corner. So this is our like little thing. Ow. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I okay. just hit the table. Very natural. Yeah. You're so anxious right now. I don't know what to do. You're eating your onion rings. What else? Yeah. We'll see how this goes. So, Cindy, mm -hmm. tell me about yourself. Who is you? <laughs> That's a really easy. Shouldn't we introduce no. Velen? No. Like, what is about? Where? No. We're talking about who we are first. Okay. There's a story behind this. Who are you? You ask more targeted questions than that. No, just tell me who you are. I, my name is Sunny. Mm -hmm. I told you who I am. What do you do? Okay. Um, I work, work with a, a production company mm -hmm. called Eminence Entertainment. Shout out to Eminence. Shout out. We're in the office right now <laughs> to record this. Um, and uh, I almost forgot we were talking to this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, Eminence, and uh, that's that takes up most of my time right now. And uh, also, as you should probably know, you're part of it. We're working on a clothing line, yeah, called Velern. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about so. Uh, I also make some music sometimes. Make I some make some stuff. music sometimes. Yeah. Um, so we're doing a podcast. You're your sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, me. Um, my name's Jazzy. I am fun employed currently, and I like I like talking to people. I like doing random things. Um, currently, we're eating A and W, which is my favorite thing. I need to stop moving. I keep on like so far. Um, yeah, but how we how we how we become friends? Um, Instagram. <laughs> Tell everyone how you slid into my DMs. What was the first DM you sent me? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh my god. You make it sound like I slid into your DMs to like... No, I'm just saying we started talking. Really offended reply, yeah. Huh? Uh, I said, I don't know, something hazmat suit. I remember <laughs> you telling me that. Yeah, so I got a package from free, like, actually I didn't know who the package was from. Someone knocked on my door and dropped off a box. Mm -hmm. And I, I like posted a story mm -hmm. um, on my Instagram being like, do I open this box or not? Yes. And it was like a vote, and then you message being like, use a hazmat suit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who the hell is this man? Yeah. And then, oh, my eyeballs. Um, yeah, and then we started talking. But in the box, there was actually just cake. It was from Free Ronnie. Um, they had their one year anniversary, so they, oh. they sent me a slice of cake, which I was very happy about. Yeah, well, I was just trying to give cautionary information. But Taking care of me from day one. Exactly. Thanks, mom. No problem. <laughs> She's my child. <laughs> and like, I guess little sister. She feels like a little sister. I'm older. Mm -mm. Yeah, I am. For like two days. Three weeks. Mm, whatever. Three weeks. Okay, but whatever. Okay, so mm -hmm. we start talking. You asked me to wear a hazmat suit. Mm. Then you wouldn't give me the ice cream, bro. If I, I if I die, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, I don't know what we were talking about. We talked about random shit. Yeah. At one point in time, I was like, if I die, bury me inside the Louis store. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think I said that, and then you were like, I want to be buried <laughs> in, the, in the ice cream aisle oh, of the grocery oh, wow. store. And I was like, fuck, that man. I want to like be. I want to be buried in the. I said married. I'll get nah. married. <laughs> okay. I'll bury you there and I'll go marry someone else there. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah. And then we bonded. And I was like, oh, he's, he's okay. Um, and the next day, the next day you were weird. What you, would you message me the next day? Weird. Oh, I have an idea. A business idea. Yeah. Which was... Bella. But I didn't tell her that time. Oh, no. Because I was building suspense. I needed, I needed to figure out the idea of myself first. Of what exactly it was. Because... How, like, it wasn't completely in my mind, but I'm like, yo, it's, this is something. So like, I just I just kind of teased it to her. 
and she was pissed. like, oh, she was oh so God. pissed. I spent the week putting it together, and then we had our first meeting at Rick's Good Eats, mm -hmm. and I told her the idea, and uh, she loved it. But also, also like, who is this weirdo? No, you messaged me being like, I have this idea. It's inspired by you. I'm like, that's fucking weird, you weirdo. It partly inspired us. Whatever, it was weird. But I'm glad it happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing, this is podcast one. Talk about why, what the idea was. Why, what mm -hmm. popped into your head. Tell me the story. How it came about? Yeah. So the actual instance of like, like it popped into my head was, um, this is after I started talking to you. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It, I felt like it was just this whole puzzle coming together my whole life. And then you were just like this last person, this last piece that just popped in and it just kind of came together. Aww. So I remember it was like maybe like a day or two after I uh, first talked to you. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in the shower, I took a shower. It was like a pure eureka moment. I took a shower, whatever, came out, dried myself, blowed my, blow dried no, my hair and no stuff. No one cares. <laughs> okay, you asked me. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine, fine, continue. Okay. Continue. And uh, put on my clothes and stuff and I was just about to walk out of the washroom and like this, it just kind of popped in my head. Like it, in my head, I saw the logo and it said Bedler and I just, that's all I had. And that's literally what it started as. And then- but why, what did it mean? What did what it was, mean? What happened in At that head? moment, I didn't know what it meant. So, so, so it was just like, a logo and like that's that's the, that's the first thing that popped into my head mm -hmm. and then as the day progressed so maybe a year to, like maybe last year or so two years so people that don't know like i draw a lot mm -hmm. and i used to draw a lot i don't do it as much uh, anymore because i don't have enough time but i drawn this um i don't drew. know portrait drew this portrait or um portrait yeah, mural portrait. whatever it was of this um Punjabi woman, Indian woman, but she didn't have a face and I did that on purpose. Well, she had a face, she just didn't have eyes. She didn't have a complete face. Uh, it was a very, it just, and that that picture, I, I kind of just freehanded, it started like, that picture, if I tell you how it started, I literally was picking a piece of paper and a pencil was in my hand and I scratched the paper and I saw that line and then that picture popped in my head and I put that picture onto the, the, the paper pretty much. So that line inspired the whole picture, whatever. So I'd drawn that maybe a year, year and a half. Drew. Uh, drew. God damn. <laughs> a year, year and a half before this, before we had ever met, before any Velen was anything. And I put it on my Instagram and whatever. And then slowly that kind of, that picture popped in my head and it associated itself with the word Velen. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just grew, grew, came together. Um, and then the design came in my head, like the, the how, how it would be refined, how it would be printed and stuff, what it meant, the, 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 the idea behind, behind Velen, sorry, excuse me. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just came together slowly, slowly. And then I think by the end of the week, that's when mm -hmm. we had our first meeting and I told you about the idea. What did I do? <laughs> Why me? Oh, well, okay. Well, it has to do with the, the motive or the meaning behind mm -hmm. Veller. It's very, uh, I don't know how to say it, like women empowerment or I guess. It was mostly inspired by just like powerful women, strong women around me. Yeah. The women that like just kind of, that are just strong that do, I don't know, not do what they, I guess do what they want mm -hmm. and are kind of like doing things out of the norm that women or brown women shouldn't to be doing or aren't, you don't expect them yeah. to be doing type thing or the stereotype. It's like, and like my, uh, my sisters are a part of that, the inspiration for Velen, my mother, 100% part of that. All the, all the, all my cousin sisters that I grew up around with, um, pretty much all every, 
strong like any women that in, in my life that came in my way my life and um, was kind of like just strong mm-hmm. and my family is full of them so I feel like that's why yeah and and then then I met you and I felt like you were the last like woman strong woman <laughs> or the one that that was because you because when we start talking you like I work at a mental health charity I do this I do that articles and this I'm like yo this is this is, a, this is a strong woman. She's doing what she wants. She's not doing things the normal way. And I kind of just clicked. And it was just like, just like step back. And it was lovely. I appreciate that. So this story from like my end was, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you messaged. So I'm like used to creepy guys in my DMs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying I'm used to creepy guys in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You messaged and like obviously like you were nice and you weren't creepy, but then you messaged me like yo I had this idea and it's ins- like inspired by you. Oh okay. And I was like, I guess that could sound kind of creepy. Yeah, but I, I feel like you mentioned the shower. Like and you were oh. like I had this idea in the shower and I was like what the hell are oh. you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, you fucking weirdo. Um, and then I was like okay fine. I'm like we'll meet in a public place. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Wow. Um, you gotta be careful. I agree, I agree. Um, imagine I told you I was going to go beat a guy in my DMs in a non-public yeah, 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 place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd kill me. I would. Um, I would never do that. I don't mean guys in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Except that one time. I mm-hmm. took a chance on you. I'm very glad. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? I forgot. The idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you messaged me, like, I had this idea, and you made me wait three days. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, fuck this guy. Like... How dare you? Like, I told you so many times that, like, I hate not knowing things. Like, if this idea isn't the best thing ever, like, I'm actually not going to talk to you. Like, we're not going to be friends. Um, but it was a great idea. And I remember meeting. And I remember... Why, why, are, you, why are you doing it? I'm Snapchat. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi. Um, yeah, so we met Ricks. It was my first time at Ricks, too. Um, yeah. I, I remember. Food. Yeah, you It was did. very good. It was just a lot of food. Um... <laughs> They need like a child a child menu so I can eat there. Um, <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Met at Rex, 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 Rex. <laughs> met at Rex. So we met at Rex, and then yeah, you told me the idea, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "This is dope." Um, and veteran's always been a word that like I resonate with, just because mm-hmm. like to me that like. My mom hates it. I know the older generation My mom hates does it. too. Yeah, all the older... She's like, it means Gundi. I'm like, no, yeah. it doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, it does. But like, to me, I'm like, that's a gangster. Like, that's a badass woman. And like, yeah, that's yeah. why it like hit so hard for me. And then you showed me the design. I'm like, this design's beautiful. And you showed me the logo. Um, and it was great. And then, yeah, we just... I haven't got... I haven't been able to get rid of you since. Yeah, get rid of me, sick. <laughs> But yeah, the idea. That's the idea. Pretty much, that's the idea. And so, yeah, villains in the works. We're mm-hmm. getting it up, but like at the end of the day, it's not just a clothing brand. It really yeah. is to empower women and give women a voice. And that's why we wanted to do like a podcast because I don't know. I think we're just lacking that voice. And I I yeah. like that there's like there's a guy and a girl. Like there's mm-hmm. you and me. Yeah. Um, one, I think you're thinking is very different than a lot of guys, and it's refreshing to hear. And like, it's just good for. I don't know. I like the. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've also been shooting all day. I'm like brain dead, but we're doing okay, this whatever. anyway. Yes, we are. Because this is the only day we can do it. Yeah, we we live hectic as fuck lives. Yeah. So apologies that it's taken us this long to get this started. This this Valen is supposed to be whoever listens to this is supposed to was so, the first day we met we decided on June first as the launch date. That that and that was about five six months ago. Uh-huh. And yeah, June first probably not happening. I feel like we should just bite the bullet and just put it out there. Nah, we gotta do it properly. We gotta do it properly. Whatever. Like we we still gotta figure out like supplier issues and stuff. Okay. You already know this. That's fair. Should I edit this out of the podcast? Probably. Nah. Just leave it, whatever. We're authentic. Alright, whatever. But yeah. Don't touch it. But yeah, this is our first one. In each podcast, I think we're gonna like pick a topic and like get into it. <laughs> Things that are like important to us. Like, obviously, I, w- I want to talk about mental health online. Yeah. 
talking about the, the powerful women in our life, letting people know who we are. What time is it? Oh, we're talking about 15 11? minutes. Yeah, it's been minutes. Okay, cool. How long are we doing these for? Okay, an hour podcast. Half hour? No, I don't know. Hour. Okay, we're At least. Okay. We talk way too much. It's so We funny. have too many tangents. Oh, we have so about. many tangents. To do what because I get very uh-huh. distracted. I do too. You also mumble. I haven't mumbled yet. I know, you're trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, now what do we talk about? What were you talking about right now? What was I talking about right now? Something about Valen. Nothing, I was just talking about like what it's gonna be moving forward. Like obviously we're gonna get the clothing line like up and running soon. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Once I stop running away from the country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you stop working every second of the day. Mm-hmm. We both stop working every second of the day. Mm-hmm, true. Um, and we're just gonna see what happens. But this is also like, honestly, so I was talking to Harj about this. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Style by Harj. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Stuff like this, this isn't about a single person. It isn't yeah. like, this isn't just my story or your story. Yeah, this exactly. is like our story. This is a collective community that we're trying mm-hmm. to build for women because we've lacked that voice for so, so long. And like, sorry guys, like you have your place. Like people listen to you. I don't care, like I don't <laughs> I, I agree, I agree. Like oh, the amount, I had this experience like last week, I was working um, with this, group of guys from London and there was one point in time we were sitting at dinner mm-hmm. and I was talking like I was giving like very meaningful feedback about something we had just done and this guy across the table from me kept looking at the other guy I'm like bitch I'm the one talking to you like why are you looking over there like hello and I'm like I don't he literally has not said anything of substance like he's quiet I'm the one talking to you and you want to have your conversation over there like fuck you <laughs> I understand I know I know um, males do have a hard time taking advice, any kind, like taking something of uh, was that authority from women. Like, can we talk about the Punjabi male ego? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, go for it. I'm about to go off. All right, go off. One second, let me get all my onion rings set up. Oh, this one's burnt. Oh yeah, let's talk about why we have food. One, we're awkward human beings. Yeah. Two, I really like A&W. Mm-hmm. Three, food is the basis of our whole friendship. Yeah, we eat almost every time we see each other. Every single time. I don't think we've ever met each other and not ate. Yeah. Is it, it? So I think it's, a lot of times it's been A&W. Yeah, because I like A&W. Yeah. Or we get McDonald's ice cream. Yeah. Because I also like McDonald's ice cream. Or we get sushi. Usually, usually this this podcast pretty much is just what we do every time we like chill. Mm-hmm. We just grab food, sit in the car, and talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, we're just recording it now. Because these are like regular conversations. We regularly talk about this stuff, and then we were like, "Fuck, man, wish other people heard us." Watch your language, yo. Well, are we swearing on here or no? I've sworn so many times. True. I don't know how to talk without swearing I don't unless there are children sworn. present. I don't think I've sworn yet. No, you, I don't think you have. You're very prim and proper. Yeah. I'm preparing this. Preparing for this. Prepa- <coughs> preparing for this. <laughs> Say it again. One more time. No. <laughs> I haven't said like or um either. Oh, you've said so many ums. Really? Bitch, you said so many ums. Listen back. No, I say I like a lot. I talk like a valley girl. I don't know what that is. Like California, like, oh mm. my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, I actually talk like that. Really sad. It's not gonna be single forever. JK, I'm gonna be single forever because of the Punjabi male ego. <laughs> okay, yeah, go go off, whatever. No, I wanna talk about it. Like, yeah, talk, talk. About it. Guys, oh damn, I'm gonna talk about this without like getting so angry. <laughs> also, um, don't piss everybody off our first podcast. <laughs> who am I pissing off? I'm just joking. Okay, go. um, The Punjabi male ego. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, what do I say about it? Like, guys, goddamn, why do you always let your ego get in the way? Example, how? Like, like I just said, like that guy who was, I was having a conversation with him, but he wouldn't look at me. Mm-hmm. Just because he had this ego because he's like, he thinks whatever the other guy has to say is more important. Or like, 
I don't know, like, am I scary? I don't get it. Is that an ego thing or is it just... Disrespectful? No, like, he's just like primed to do that, to listen to a male or a female. Is right. that his ego or is it just... The collective, like... Like, yeah, you're primed to, yeah, normal. Yeah, I guess. Do you think? I think society is like... Yeah. Made that way, like... You lead this. This is hard now. Yes, yeah, you're saying something. Go say something. I forgot. Society. Society. Um... <laughs> so you you were pissed that the guy wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Yeah. I was looking at the other guy. Mm-hmm. And you said that Punjabi male ego. I said okay, it might be. No, those a... were two separate thoughts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, those are two separate thoughts. Like. The reason I think I brought up Punjabi male ego is because that guy had that Punjabi male ego. And oh, like, okay. And you associated with it? I think my, we know my train of thought goes like seven yeah, yeah, true. Like, ways. My train of th- I don't know how to have like one conversation on a true. specific topic. So these are going to be very sporadic. I don't think both any of us do. No. Yeah. I feel like we're going to start with like our serious topics and suddenly we're going to end up in like... So if we move to Tokyo, <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can like set up a branch of this there yeah true <laughs> where would you go if you could go anywhere in the world right now where would you go right now yeah i really want to go to japan see why are we always so weirdly in sync japan's dope I- i've never You've been, never been. <laughs> but it just seems so dope it does look dope everyone's been cool oh god <laughs> sorry don't spill sorry yeah. okay um everyone's been going to japan this year mm. a lot of like, people it's it's the new Iceland. Okay, I don't. You I'm don't never, travel though. I barely travel. True. I have no time to travel. I've I've traveled within Canada this this year a little bit. Well, will be twice. Yeah. Well, once before, and then I'm, I'm we will be mm-hmm. going to Vancouver in a bit. Are you excited to take a trip with me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. What do you think is gonna happen? I don't know. I feel like you're gonna hit me after. But you're stuck with me, so awesome. it doesn't matter. Plus your mom loves me, I know where you live. Okay. <laughs> well, go spend time with her then. You spend time with her! I do! I'll try. <laughs> Yo, I, I... Today I could've, but like we had to do this, right? We had to do this and had a bunch of other stuff to That's do. That's true. Let's talk about our moms. Our moms are badasses. Yeah, true. We'll talk about yours. Yeah, no, my mom's like a single mother of three. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Left the house with three hundred dollars, yeah. like when she split from my father, and had no idea what she was doing. And like now, owns a million dollar home in Caledon. And like she's, she's all like, like you were saying, like you're just always surrounded by badass women. So yeah. am I. Like that's yeah. my whole, like the reason I am the way I am, and so unapologetically, just like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like I'm gonna do me kind of thing is because my mom lived that way like she never like i saw her break out of that kind of traditional where like the men are in charge whatever and like she stepped up to every single role like she was the man of the house yeah i hate hate that term like she ran the household yeah yeah but like in the traditional sense the man of the house like she did everything the authority yeah and like my sister calls her like mp for like mommy papa okay which is cute um (laughs) because she did everything like we and so i never felt the need to have like a guy in my life. True. Um, and hilariously, like when I did, I feel like that's when I was my like weakest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is weird. Okay. But it's not weird. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's the one who taught me like do whatever you want, do it with conviction, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like just don't embarrass yourself. No. And don't be mean. Okay. She told me not to be mean. Yeah, my mom says that a lot. I'm not mean. <laughs> okay. I'm never mean to you. Sure. But I'm yeah. so nice to you. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, for me, my mom, um, she, she's amazing. She's, she's, she's not, she's not like badass in a sense of like just to fuck shit up type thing. She's, she's, uh, she's like, I get. The way I am, uh, if I, everybody knows me, like I'm a very uh, nice, 
sometimes nice. Uh, just a supportive, uh, I guess, emotional, uh, just a person that like, just as a good energy, people like being around me. I, 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 I'm very empathetic and all that stuff. I get that all from my mother. My mom's like a hundred times what I am. She's, she's so loving. She's the most loving person I've ever known. She's, she's the cutest person ever. 100%. If, if you ever meet my mom, y'all, you will understand what you I mean. You can't, like, walk into your house and look at your mom and, like, not smile. Like, yeah. Like, she makes me giggle. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> just that kind of type of person that just makes you smile. Mm -hmm. She's just such a good energy. Like, she's always smiling. Like, she's taught me, like, to, to smile through everything. Like, I've seen her go through so much, so much shit. Yeah. And she's always just, like, kind of took it and just smiled and, you know, she... She obviously she was going through stuff, right? But yeah. she she didn't let it show, and and like that, and and it, and it, it made it easier for us to deal with it because we saw her and we're like, wow, like, like she's she was just like the source of our household, the yeah. energy. She sets the precedent for it, and it's just she she just taught me so much of just like being supportive. She never like the, both my parents they never told me like we have to do this, you have to mm. do that type thing either, right? Um, yeah, and she, 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 and she, uh, and she, when she was younger, she got an accident and all that stuff. And so her, her health was a little bit compromised. Um, she had her, like her whole life, she was misdiagnosed, whatever. She had to deal with a lot of shit through her whole life. She was like constantly in pain. Like for her to walk around was like, it was just pain all the time. Just imagine being in pain just to move to get yeah. like to go to the washroom or something but she 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 lived with that for her for almost i think 15 years and she never let us felt that she was in that pain she did everything she did not ask for any handouts or anything she did everything with a smile on her face and she took care of three crazy ass children and a crazy ass husband yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's crazy like I wish she, she's like she's like, I feel like if she if she ever did get to do what she wanted to do like go out and actually yo your mom be would that, be she, wild. she I feel like yo she'd be a superstar <laughs> she'd she, be a reality TV oh, show or something like that she she's a character she could yeah she could I'm still trying to I, I mean not trying to I know she'll do it I just need to like find time but I'm still trying to do tequila shots. Do it, yeah. She, 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 she's just, she's living life now. She's, she's. We're finally in a place where it's like, yo, it's good, and she's, yeah, enjoying. It makes me so happy. I think, yeah. So, like, my mom got into a car accident last year too, and yeah. like, it was really, really hard because it was like same thing. Like, even now, it's been a year and a half almost, yeah. and she's still in constant pain, and like. It's so hard to see her go through it, but this is also the first time in her life that she's not working. Yeah. And like, is doing things. Like I came downstairs this morning and like her hair was all wet. I'm like, what, what, like where'd you go? And she's like, oh, I went swimming. And I was like, <laughs> so like, she's that's, just that's so awesome. cute. Like she's like, I won't say her age, like a man. Uh, <laughs> she, but like, she's yeah. older. She's, yeah. mo she's mom age. Um, but yeah. she's like finally living her life. And yeah. it's like me, my brother, my sister, like we're all older. Like. She doesn't have to worry as much because before she like it was her salary taking care of exactly. a family of six and now like she at least has like me and my brother like like we both like help take care of it whenever money else is coming in um yeah. but she's also like she, like same thing like she never let us feel that she was struggling yeah it's like now i look back like now that i'm adulting and like i have bills to pay i don't have yeah, as many bills yeah. to, as she does yeah yeah but like I'm like, yeah, I have my cell phone bill. I help out with like the bills at home, um, other like credit card, whatever, that type of stuff. And I'm like, I, like on my, like when I was working salary, like I was like on my salary, I was like, shit, like how do I get by? Yeah, and, like, yeah. and this woman had five other people to take care of. And not exactly. once did she complain, not once did she let us feel any lack of love or luxury either. Mm -hmm. Like she would send us to like California or like to Florida every single summer. Yeah, like, yeah, from yeah. when I was like, 12 till 16, like for a solid four years, and like my siblings kept going after. Yeah. Um, she would always send us because she was like, I didn't want you guys to feel like, yeah, not like the other kids. Mm, yeah, yeah. Even though we are not like the other kids. We're interesting people. We're interesting humans. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's, that's, that's amazing. I feel like that's a good segue into like the roles mothers play yeah. in the South Asian, I guess, immigrant yeah. families. Like the sacrifices they have to put themselves through. It's like you're expected to just like... Because you especially know? like at their age, like because most of them would have... Like I know your mom grew up here, but like yeah. mo- most people in that age range grew up in India, yeah. got married, came here kind of thing. Yeah. And it's literally like you go from being a child in your own house where like your parents are like, you have to do this and then your parents are in charge to going into someone else's house and like having them be in charge. Like you never have that chance to be in charge of your own life. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people I find, it goes like one of two ways. Either you, you let it happen and you just like, you just follow or you have to like break away from it and like you take charge. But it's so hard to take charge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, it, it, that that's one aspect of it too but then and then the thing is like um it's the fact that like you have to compromise so much mm-hmm. because you're the woman yeah do you know what i'm saying like because you're that's what society thinks is like the man yeah. like does this blah 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 like yeah, as like the you woman you, you're the one who has to like work like you're the one who has to go work nine to five because we now we're now immigrants living mm. in a country where we don't have enough money yeah but also take care of the children, care of the children. that you now birthed because exactly you can't put up never mind i'm not gonna say it yeah uh, <laughs> uh but yeah and like now you also have to take care of the children but like along with taking care of the children you also have to make my dinner and like everyone else's dinner but don't forget about tomorrow's lunch yeah and like who, and then- like what time like what time in the day like wh- how does this all happen yeah and then the thing is the husband is usually they like they okay yeah they work and stuff too yeah. they come home and they kind of probably just you sit chill. in front of the tv yeah and yell at your wife that my dinner's not done or where's my food type thing and thing is like it doesn't happen at in all households I, but yeah. it happens which kind of sad it happens in a lot of households a yeah. lot like i don't want to hear that not all men bullshit which yeah I know obviously you would never say but people no listening, yeah i don't want to hear that not all men like bullshit, it because ha- we know yeah like it happens a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's good, there's relationships that are healthy out there that mm-hmm. were from that time, but like a lot of them are not, which is, it's just sad. And I hope that it doesn't transfer to our next generation, which I feel like it won't, but no, it there will. still will be in- instances. It will. It's will it? To, yeah, because like, think about it. Like if you grow up seeing, like actually I saw this on, Instagram yeah. one day and it was like I think it was like the Indian feminist mm-hmm. if you're uh, you've ever seen that account it's a great account I love I it so. but it's two Punjabi girls who run it okay and so there was a like post or whatever about like women are growing up in a generation like in Punjabi culture at least like speaking for ourselves, yeah. in a generation where they've seen their mothers go through so much shit that they think it's okay. Subconsciously, yeah, you think it's okay. I guess, yes. And like, same with guys, like they've grown up with so much entitlement mm. that they think they can act that way. And I, like, I'm a big believer in intergenerational trauma. Sorry, like, if, let me break. No. Okay, sorry. No, sorry. How would you get crumbs of like, I, what in your beard? I don't know. I was eating onion rings. There's like crumbs. I felt like there's crumbs because I usually get crumbs in my beard. But Yeah, you're a messy eater. Okay, yeah. Um, sorry, continue. Sorry about that. <laughs> This is how all of our conversations yeah. go. He's so concerned about his parents. No. <laughs> okay. How continue. many times did you check your hair? I check my hair. I can't really check my hair. It's just on mirror. No, you looked at that and you checked your hair. Okay, yeah, whatever. Continue. Yeah, okay. Um, what was I talking about? Interracial. <laughs> Interracial. Intergenerational. Intergenerational. Sorry. I'm sorry. Interracial. Oh my God. Okay. Intergenerational trauma. Yeah. Yes. But like. So if you as like, so say say me. Yeah. I'm a fucked up human. I got a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, we all got issues. Yeah, everyone has issues. Yes. Um, and if I hadn't, if I don't deal with those issues, they're gonna pass on to my kids because mm-hmm. yeah, they're yeah. gonna see what like. I guess you're I setting act. the example, right? Yeah, you set the example, yeah. and so like whatever is normal in your household becomes your normal, and yes. consciously or subconsciously you. Except, Consciously or subconsciously, you internalize that and you let that happen. Like my first relationship, Mm -hmm. 
was toxic. So when I broke up with him, I finally, like, got that courage. And really, like, honestly, in a sense, it was, like, whatever. I'm sure we'll get into my breakup story one day. But, like, in a sense, I did it for him. Because I was like, I know he doesn't want to be in this relationship. So I'm going to be the one to step out kind of thing. Because he he would never say that out loud. Yeah. Um, And I broke up with him. And then my mom came and picked me up that day. Like, I'm in tears, obviously. Like, we were together for a very long time. Yeah. And she was fine. Like... She, like, let me cry. She was like, okay, whatever. And in her head, she still thought we were going to get back together. Okay. And, like, me and her have gone into so many arguments about this because every time we talk about him, she's like, but Jesse, like, he had a stable job. He, like, yeah. he, he was an alcoholic. Like, he never cheated <laughs> on you. Like, he, yeah. like, she's like, there's the much worse out low. there. There's much worse out there. And I was like, 100% there's worse out there, but there's also got to be better. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, you can't stay in a toxic relationship. Yeah, it's... You can't set the bar so low type thing. It's not even like... It's not even that I was setting the bar low. It's, it's, it's just, just that was the natural bar. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I understand. And it's so hard to break out of that. That's why it's so... Like, every single person... Like, our parents have a responsibility to themselves to get better. Yeah. But it's also a responsibility to your children. And so I told my mom that. And, like, honestly, my mom's first time in therapy, yeah. the only reason she did it... I'm like, Mom, like... You got into this car accident. Your whole life has changed. You yeah. you can't do the things you used to do. You used to go to work yeah. nine to five every single day, and that was your life, and you liked it. Like she yeah. never hated her job. She loved going to work. Like she loves working. Yeah. And yeah. all of that stuff that she was doing, and like her mobility gets taken away. Like she can't live like she used to. Yeah. Like she can't even go to the movies. Like she can't. Like none of the stuff that made her happy, she could do anymore. And she was really irritable. Yeah. Understand, understandably so. Yeah. And she was like, I don't need to talk to someone. I don't need to talk to someone whatever and then I was like mom listen like you don't want to do it for you like you have to do it for your kids because yeah. I'm like this is affecting us I'm like you're irritable all the time so you yell at us for like no reason yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. not like I know it's because you have all this pent up stress and like everything like that but I'm like you need to take care of yourself first yeah. at the end of the day like if you don't take care of yourself how are you going to take care of anyone else yeah. and that was like how I started getting better that's how like she finally got in her head Yeah. but like people just take care of themselves yeah so where were we going I don't know. Like intergenerational. <laughs> intergenerational. Intergenerational trauma. Yes. Yes. Deal with your shit, so the next generation doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, another thing that I want to bring up is the fact that our parents were so busy trying to provide, mm-hmm. trying to yep. build this life that they didn't have the luxury to think about themselves like that. Yeah. Which is which sucks. 100%. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We've talked yeah, about yeah. this so many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, at the end of the day, you have to make sure you have food, water, shelter. Exactly. Before you can work on, like, am I happy? Yeah. So, our parents never had the luxury of worrying about their mental health until now. Exactly. And then, when it's been, like, 40, 50 years, yeah, and you've how lived you a certain that? way, how do you change that? Yeah, it's crazy. And it's so sad, but so hard, and it takes, like, that's why I'm, like, like, don't don't be so hard on your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people get caught up in, like, my parents are this way, they're not going to understand. Yeah, yeah. If they don't understand, like, get to their, like, find a way they can understand in their own terms. Yeah, it's hard. I I understand both sides. It's like, yeah, as kids, they're like, yo, my parents don't get me. They don't care about Mm -hmm. me. Like, they do care about you. It's just the fact that they don't literally don't understand what you're going through mm-hmm. because they didn't they couldn't deal with they didn't have time to deal with whatever you yeah. were going through it's like yeah you're depressed and stuff but like they couldn't be depressed even if they were depressed yeah, it was they probably were it, it was it was just yo i have to go to work i have to save mm-hmm. this much money i have to pay this bill i have to pay that bill i have to make sure there's food for yeah. everyone to eat because like i have the luxury of like i had a really really bad period of time where like the job I was in was literally causing me so much anxiety that like I couldn't breathe on my like on the train to work like I would get panic attacks yeah and I had the luxury of being like mom like this is affecting me like this is how it's going and I could quit my job and I still had a house I still had food I still had a roof over my head like I still had the basic necessities of life and like if she stopped working she'd be on the street with three kids yeah and it's it's hard but it's hard what, what what messes with me is like when people when people come to me our young generation mm-hmm. and they have their issues yeah. your issues are real yeah. 
Yeah. But then how do you how do you get them to like what do you do? You're supposed to try to make them understand their parents' point of view or what you're supposed to do. Like it's 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 just like what do you do at that point? I think it's understanding that pain is relative. Like yeah. what's the worst thing for you might be something easy to deal with for someone else. Yeah. But your pain is real. Like what you're going through is so so real. But someone may not understand and that's okay. Yeah. And it's yeah, like there is no right or wrong answer. It's like parents like need to listen to their kids more like kids you need to be more understanding of like where your parents are coming from they literally just don't understand like when i talk to my mom like like i wanted to quit my job to like pursue creative like (laughs) stuff she was like okay cool that's fine and and then like she's like so how long are you doing this for like a couple months are you doing this for the summer and i'm like i'm trying to do it full time but like yeah yeah, we'll see i know i know i was gonna say something it'll come back yeah and it's it's just like yeah what are you supposed to do like yeah it's like i feel like like i would say like the the only way you can solve an issue is if you understand both sides yeah whatever the sides may be you have to understand both sides to actually come to a solution i don't even think like both sides like there's like 10 million sides like you like the the, the angles whatever is affecting like okay yeah there's more than once both Mm -hmm. sides but like all the kind of point of views kind of thing i think that also just comes from us both being very empathetic humans. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I think at the end of the day, in order to understand someone else's side, you have to literally feel what they're going through. Yeah, you have to be able to, like, put them, put someone else, your, I don't know how to put say Put yourself that. in someone else's yes, shoes. Yes, <laughs> That is what I meant. That phrase. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, you have to be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes because you, like, you don't really know what someone's going through. You don't yeah. know what's going on in like in like a social media world where all you see is like that pretty yeah. picture mm. you don't know what that backstory is and yeah, exactly. same with like our parents like they always put on they always put out a pretty yeah. picture because what will people say <laughs> yo say Punjabi bro <laughs> yo I've been really I've been watching a lot of Bollywood movies lately oh my god I think I watched the last Bollywood movie I will watch was with my mom it was uh, a gully boy and it was actually pretty was good. It, good? it was actually good. It. Yeah, everyone's told me so many good things like, about I it. I haven't seen a Bollywood movie in like years and then yeah. I sat down and watched it with my mom and I'm like, yo, this is actually really good. What is your favorite Bollywood movie? Favorite? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Namaste London? I knew, oh, I did know this one. We've talked about it. Uh, I yeah. love Akshay. Or, yeah, yeah. That, that's, I probably... Probably my favorite, like the only like yeah. movie I was like. I thought you were gonna say Sickness King, and I was like, no, uh, this okay movie. Like I watched it because it was supposed to be about sayings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm I, I like Punjabi movies more. I'm not. Do you actually watch them? Punjabi movies? Yeah. Yeah, I watch that. I watch Punjabi movies. What's your favorite? Like I don't watch them like so much because I don't have time. But like. Yeah. If, I watch if I'm gonna watch a movie and it's Hindi or Punjabi, I'm watching Punjabi mm. movie. It's just yo, know, I grew up around Punjabi. It's just more homely, right? It's like not like I don't like Hindi people or anything. You know what my just... favorite Punjabi movie is what? Monday UK Day. Really? I love my, it. Mine is uh, uh, G.I. Anu. Oh, that's so sad. It's Wait, so what? No, no her budget mom. Oh yeah, that was like the first I was Punjabi. Of the Pradesman one, no, 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 not, no, not G.I. Anu. That's Dave Pradesh, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, some... no. I don't know. There's a bunch of movies. There's a lot. I've seen all of them. Me too. Especially all the like 90, like 98 to like 2000 and like 14. Yeah. Or about Asanu Man Vatananda. That's a that's a good movie. Like yo. Oh, yeah. To be honest, if you look at it from a movie movie critics perspective, cinematic, there's horrible movies. But oh, like obviously. But from like compared to what like google and all yo no hate to them but like they're acting like acting wise and stuff those were like groundbreaking movies that those changed Punjabi cinema like Jiyanu Apanu Asanu Man Vatananda amazing movies yeah like like I could sit down I'll probably watch those movies like like 30 times each yeah I remember at one point in time we never had cable so all we did was watch like movies, uh, like DVDs and like yeah, VCR, yeah. VCR, VHS tapes. VHS tapes, uh, yes. And we watched the whole like 
Remember those Indian dramas like Kusum? No, oh you didn't. <laughs> that was nope. so good. My mom just used to watch them. She still does. We talked about it last time. Oh yeah, no, well, yo, my mom. She when she was not when she was younger. Like when we were younger, she never really had time to watch them. Mm-hmm. But then uh, when she got old, like she used to watch this one. I remember, which used to come on Vision TV. Uh, like every Saturday, uh, I'm pretty sure the two people that are listening to this podcast might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the two people? Is it just your moms? I probably, I feel like my mom and mom, your mom. And my mom's not even going to listen to it. She never listens to my podcast. I'll probably have to like force people to listen to this, but yeah. Um, I don't remember what the name of it was. On Vision TV? Like, you know how on, on sun, every sad Saturday? One? Yeah, I think it was sad. It was like, like some like... Punjabi sauce, like... Mm, I don't of... even remember. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, like, you, you know how every Saturday you used to have, like, the yeah. Punjabi marathon? Channel used 60. To, yeah, Channel 60. Vision TV, that shit, that was scary. <laughs> yo, those, yo, I don't know. When I watch, watch those shows, I just get so happy because it brings back so many, like, memories of when I was a kid. Oh my god, what's his name? The weird one on Vision TV. The really bossy. Jogender Bossy? <laughs> Yo, Bossy! <laughs> he used to I just scared- book him, bitch. I just book him. <laughs> he scared the hell out of yo, me. Yo, yo. It was so uncomfortable in his presence. Like, my mom would turn on the TV and she would see his face. She's like, I'll bond the country. She's like, I can't. I remember the, the name of his show was Gonda Punjab. And, and me and my sisters, <laughs> we we read Gonda Punjab as Gonda Punjab. Every kid ever. Yo, every, I, my mom never corrected us. She's like, huh? Legit. <laughs> She's like, like, why do you have a show named Gonda Punjab? I guess it makes sense if you say Bussy in the show. You Yo, see his so face, Gonda Punjab. Oh, yeah, cool. So weird. But, oh, my God. I'm crying. Yeah, like, I remember that. And uh, I... There was this. I think. I think she still has her show. Uh, my dad. My dad used to like. He hated her for some reason. Uh, she. She had like a beauty salon or something. I don't know. She still has it. Jazz something. My dad like used to roast her. Cause yo, she had a beauty salon, but her hair was like she had like a mullet or something. Like, how do you have a beauty salon? Because back in the day, that was the style. No, I'm talking about. This was like. Maybe like last year, I'm talking oh, about. I'm not talking right. about then. She's still. Sorry, I think her <laughs> her show's still going on. She has like a mullet, oh, and God. she owns a beauty salon. Like, who's coming to your beauty salon? Yeah. Yo, how did we get to this? This is from, what happens every damn time. From intergenerational, <laughs> inter whatever trauma <laughs> to fucking gonda pajama. I kind of love it. I guess. This is what we stay up till 2 a.m. doing. True. Not, as, not while eating ice cream. Can we get ice cream after this? Sure. Thanks. But yeah. <laughs> Should we go back to serious or just keep on going with random shit? I don't know. Let's just see what happens. Can we not make a mess? Can you throw mine out too? Yeah, I'll throw them out after. We'll just leave it there for now. Yeah, I don't like paper straws. <sighs> it's good for the environment though. But I can't bite it. And it's disintegrating. Yeah, How but it's good for that. Coke okay, in- do you not care about the turtles in the middle of the Pacific that are choking on straws and dying? Why are they choking on straws? Because we use so many of them. They're the easiest. Like, you just throw your straws outside. They but wash up into drains. Your recycle? drains lead to... Huh? Do you no, I'm just talking straws? about people. Regular well, people. Yeah, I recycle my straws. Okay, well, not everybody does. So, the people that don't, you gotta just take away the straws. So... People like us, uh, people like us that recycle, we still gotta deal with the bullshit that they. This is did. why we can't have nice things. Exactly. It's like yo, you fucked it up for everyone. People through straws and drains and shit. So this is fit down. drain. Have you seen drains? Like those <laughs> street drains. Oh, street drains. Yeah. What else? Yeah, what? You think they're gonna go home to the washroom <laughs> and start? Through? Who? I don't know who done. If you do that, like, you got some problems. <laughs> No, people that like litter and shit, I'm talking about. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I'll give it to the turtles. Turtles exactly. look Exactly. Turtles and seagulls. You know, I hate you? turtles. Fucking weird. Why? I don't like them. They look weird. You know what I do like? Gators. I love gators. You're weird. 
Have you ever seen a gator? Yo, shout out, shout out Raps, yo, 88, 100, we're, we're killing it. Woo! Anyways, Wait, how much continue. time is left? We're in the fourth quarter. Um, you seven just gave away seconds. that, like, we're doing this while the Raps game is on. I swear it's playing in the background. <laughs> Whatever, continue. I mean, it is. Um, what were we talking about? Gators. Gators, yes. Yo, I love like gators. gators. I've never seen a live gator. Seen... I don't think I've seen a live gator. I've gators. seen so many live gators. I went to Gatorland once. This thing called Gator <laughs> Yeah, in Florida. I guess Florida would have something like that. <laughs> Florida Panic, of course. Um, but yeah, I went to Gatorland with my cousin. And there was this thing where you could like sit on the gator. Okay. And, and like, you know how like gators- like, You like, sit on gators? What the f- <laughs> Just swear, just do it. Don't the let me be the only fuck, one. Bro. Okay, so like, you know my, like gators when like, they're like, when the jaw is closed, yeah. you, it doesn't take a lot of pressure to like keep it closed. Like you can keep oh, it closed okay, with your yeah, hand, yeah. but if it's open, then you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like a thousand pounds of uh, yeah. force per square So inch. me, like literally, like, I, was, I think I was 14, no, 13 ask or 14. Me, ask me why I know that. What? The bite force of a gator. Because I used to watch Discovery Channel all the time. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Did you watch the boomer? I did, I did. But, you know, also, apparently hippopotamuses, hippopotamus. hippopotamuses <laughs> have probably the strongest bite force in the animal kingdom. So yeah. I think it was like 1,200 pounds per square inch. No, but hippo? like, why do hippos need to have such a strong bite force? They're vegetarian. Oh, they are. Are they? Oh, yeah. yeah they are. Like, what do you need to thousand pounds of bite force to eat goddamn mangoes and grass and <laughs> shit? I guess a gator, yeah, gator, you eat yeah. like bones and stuff. But like to like fend off animals. So and I feel animals. like having like a tail or something. Or a being tail? They have, they, they have a little bush though. <laughs> I know, but like that's just, this is a weird, maybe they were, they used to be like, like back like thousands and thousands of years, they used to be meat eaters and they evolved, like they broke off from, you know, that mutation, mutation happened and yeah. they broke off from a different tree of their uh, species and they just inherited that bite force. So, okay, whatever. What were we talking about before this? Why the fuck are we talking about animals? I was I was sitting on the gator. Okay. So like, I'm sitting on the gator and like, the man was like, just hold the gator's mouth. And I was like- Wow, okay. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, sir, what? And like, my cousin is there. So my cousin's 10 years older than I am. He's love him to pieces but like me and him just like butt heads all the time yeah, and yeah, i remember yeah. this summer we were already mad at each other okay. because this bitch i told him yeah. i was like listen i'm reading my harry potter book don't disturb me don't yeah. don't talk to me i'm trying to read my harry potter book okay. but tomorrow like i'll be i'm like i'll be done in like 24 hours yeah, yeah yeah no problem but tomorrow we're going to universal studios mm -hmm. and we're gonna have the whole day at universal studios i'm like okay promise and then we got into a fight and then he woke up the next morning early. Like I wake up early. Like I always woke up at like, like seven or eight. Yeah. He woke up at freaking 6 a.m. Took everyone in the house uh -huh. and like left to Universal without me. He's, he's a dickhead. Wow. <laughs> and so I was mad. And then like we were, like, we were, he was sitting on the gator. And then I was sitting on the gator and then, like. Don't tell me you opened his mouth or some shit and put his hand in it or something. Is this where he's leading? God, I don't want to hear the end of this. <laughs> So I was sitting on the gator and I'm holding it and he's sitting behind me and then I don't, I don't think I did this on purpose. I might have done it on purpose. I don't know. Uh, okay. But like I, the, the gator started like wiggling okay. and I got really scared and I let go and ran. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> and he's still on the gator. Wow. He didn't die though. He's still alive. Has two kids now. It's fine. Sick. <laughs> Why are we talking about gators? Because I like gators. <laughs> This is, this is, I don't know how, how are we going to keep ourselves on track? We're not. This has nothing to do with Veldern. At all, no. And this is called the Veldern Podcast. I feel like this maybe was a trial run. Are we going to release this? I feel like I, I still want to release this. I think it's hilarious. I think I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm funny. Okay, all right, sure. I guess we will release this. Yeah. Are we ending this year? We're at, I think, about 15 minutes. We got like 10 more minutes. No, let's go 10 more minutes. Alright. Talk, let's talk about something serious now. And... I think we should talk a little bit serious. Okay, fine. You know. Reel it in. Reel it in. You do it. I have no idea. Then why are you telling me to... <laughs> I've had my food now. I feel better. But I'm also really sleepy. My Herbie Sahara today. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not gonna sing. I'm a really bad singer. I'm not gonna. I said I'm not gonna sing. I'm a really bad singer. That's by people who don't know. I didn't know who that was by the name. It's the guy that sang "Biloni Tera Lal Ka Gira." It is a banger. It was 10 years ago. So, I still fuck with it. Um, yeah. Okay, 10 more minutes. Um, what are we going to do next time? Next time, I think we should pick a topic that's yeah. serious yeah. and talk about it. Okay. Maybe have a guest. I don't know. Maybe it's too early to have a guest. Maybe. I, I don't think anybody's going to want to come on a podcast that like two people listen to. And the only I don't know about you. People to. like me. People do what I say. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to make me feel like shit right now? Bachata. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, having two people listen to it and those two people being our moms. <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to be on this podcast. That's fair. Actually, what? we already have one person. Who? You remember? Someone DM'd us. Did you yeah. respond to that? Nope. You should probably respond to that. You You are in charge of social media <sighs> okay yo let's talk about something else. we shouldn't be talking about this on our <laughs> podcast we should be airing out our grievances with each other <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. yeah hmm what do we want to talk about let's see okay, where do you see that linen like five in five years in five years. five years where do i want it to be or where do i where see do you it? see it well it's, it's kind of Similar-ish. Yeah. Well, I want it to be like a proper clothing line, but I want it to be a platform. I want it to be a place. Holy hiccups. Mm. <laughs> Where? One second, I have to stop my breathing. years i'd like it to be like a safe haven like a place where people can come together and like girls can come together and guys feel included in the conversation because i think at the end of the day this isn't just about like it is about women empowerment but it's also about building that circle of support and i think obviously men have to be involved and should be involved like this yeah is, it's it's everybody it's it's not just a woman's issue. Issue. Yeah. It's everyone's issue. Yeah. Like you should. Like guys shouldn't be okay with women making less money. Like guys yeah. should be okay with women being treated some some of the ways they are. Like, and it takes guys like you. Like I've ha- I have a great supportive circle of guys who help empower me every yeah. single day. Mm-hmm. Like I don't actually talk to a lot of girls. Like I have my like select few circle. Yeah. Um. But I just relate better to guys in. I've just been blessed to have those type of guys in my life that empower me and that like mm. push me forward and help me do better. And I want Vellan to stand for that, like for a supportive circle that pushes each other mm. to do better and to reach to achieve their goals. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's about, it, it eventually should be, I feel like it eventually should include guys. Yeah. Not Vedlin, but maybe like a, I'm teasing a new line called Vedli, but nobody steal my idea, but yeah. Anyways. You just but, put it out there. Yeah, the world. I know, whatever. Whatever. Go anyways. trademark that. But yeah. It's, 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 it's not just about, it will, it's not, well, I'm, it is about women right now, but it should not be about women. We should all be included in it. It's about equality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I will, I'm blessed to have this uh, point of view from what my past experience, whatever I've been through, being surrounded by the people I've been surrounded with. And what sucks is a lot of guys have not had the opportunity. It's like, we are, we are, we are one, a product of the people we are surrounded by with and the circumstances that we've grown through, right? And I understand not everyone goes through it and you have to get those, you have to get certain perspectives from certain people, right? And my goal is to be that person for anybody I can, like, my, 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 um, my motto, or I guess, I guess it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna change the world one person at a time. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we can do it. And I've always said, even if you make a difference in one person's life, that's still yeah. a difference in the world. Exactly. Which is why we get along. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> what do you mean, I guess? We get along. Yeah. We're like an annoying little sister. 
I'm older. Sure. But I'm your mother. <laughs> you you dubbed yourself my mother. <laughs> no, I never asked for your mothership. <laughs> you just took it. You you like you like it though. Someone's gotta take care of me. Exactly. I'll be a hot mess express and otherwise. I'm a motherly figure <laughs> in her life. <laughs> He's another strong, powerful woman in my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna get roasted so hard for that. <laughs> Five more minutes. Five more minutes. But I think at the end of the day, this is how our conversations are gonna go. This is us. Like, the reason we started this podcast is because we have these conversations. And I'm tired of talking to just you about it. Wow! No, like not in that way. Okay. Like I'm tired of like we have these it amazing just, conversations yeah. and then it goes nowhere. Just and like confined to us. Yeah, really, and yeah. like you said, like we are a product of our environment. And so if you don't put energy like that or put conversations like that out there, yeah. how do you expect anyone to yeah, yeah. learn? Yeah. Because maybe this will resonate. Maybe someone else's podcast will resonate. Like yeah. I'm not in the business of competing. Like I just want as many people to talk about it as we can because. The more we put it out there, the more change will happen. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people say, like I've heard it many times, talking about it is not gonna do anything. Mm. But talking about it is a first step to doing something. You know, if you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah, like funny thing. Um, you know, last year when Gucci did the like they had turbans on the yes. runway and it was like all white models. Yes. So I saw that and I was like, that's stupid. Yes. And I was like, there's so many brown guys that like could have like you could have had yeah, like yeah. guys who already were like bugs like that you could have had and so i wrote an article about it yeah and our, like so this was last year i wrote an article like hey gucci like here's nine other models you could have yeah. used rather than the ones you had that like actually were turbans and blah 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 I wrote yeah. that article so long ago and just this morning yeah. i got a message from my friend vish yeah so he's from new york me and him model together a lot and he just did this amazing campaign with Gillette for like beard oil and stuff. Oh, okay. Super, super cool. And he, I, I had no idea that this is ha this happened because um, he was waiting for the campaign to come out. Yeah. Um, but this morning he posted a story and sent me a message being like, last year, like Jesse wrote this article for Brown Girl mm -hmm. being like, hey, here's nine other models. And he was on that list because yeah. he's a good looking brown dude who wears a turban. And I was like, hell yeah, you're on my list. Yeah. Um, and the casting directors at Gillette had read that article. Okay, okay. And then reached out to him being like, awesome. we want you on our campaign. That's awesome. And yeah, that's for a long time, I was questioning like, d does talking about it make a difference? Does 100%. writing about it make a difference? And it does. Yeah, it's, it's talking is the first, first step to mm -hmm. taking action. It's like, yeah. you put it out in the universe and like, maybe, maybe you'll inspire someone, you'll connect with someone else mm -hmm. that's, that's this, out there right? yeah like, this whole last week um those like guys from london that i was working with the one thing if like if there was just one thing i could take away from that it yeah. was one of the guys said to inspire you have to be inspired yeah and so to create change like you have to see that you have to see it you have to hear about it you have to do that yeah. and so it, it may come a year later it may yeah. like you may you may see actual results a year later but you have to put in the work and you have like don't stand for injustice like don't let it happen yeah the thing is a lot i feel like a lot of people don't do something because they don't see the results yeah people uh, it, we're in a we're in a i feel like a society of uh, instant gratification right mm -hmm. now where people do something and they expect to see something happen right away yeah which is rarely the case rarely the case overnight fame or overnight anything is not a thing and, and yeah. if it happens it's not sustainable it goes away yeah like there are special cases where something you a person does get lucky and stuff yeah. like but those are one in a million mm -hmm. cases the rest of it is they've been doing something constantly they've been putting in mm -hmm. work they've been constantly doing something and then they get dubbed overnight which those you know yeah, years you of don't work see the, yeah you don't see the process yeah like that's it is what it is right mm -hmm. and uh i feel like that's a big reason why <clears throat> people don't do something mm -hmm. like a lot of people like oh why do you on, on social media people are like why do you what's the point of post, posting this kind of mm -hmm. stuff <clears throat> you're starting a conversation like yep. 
you're spreading the word. People are listening to your perspective. They agree, disagree. It makes them think. Mm -hmm. It does something, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a starting point. Talking yeah. is a starting point to solution. Neither of us are people who stand by and let things happen. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, like a lot of the people that I'm surrounded by, by don't necessarily agree with my opinions. Mm -hmm. But I've been constantly, like, whoever, if someone does say something or does something that I don't agree with, I'm gonna let them know, be like, hey, ah, sorry. I'm gonna let them know, hey, I don't agree. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm talking, I'm putting, I don't agree with what you're saying, I don't agree with your opinion, but I'm not gonna be like, hey, no, like, I'm not gonna fight with them. Yeah, like, but the you let day, them know. It's an opinion, and yeah. so everyone has their entitlement to have their own opinion, but yeah. yeah, you speak up, you stand your ground, and like, that's the one thing, like, the reason I've always been so comfortable talking to you about things is when you feel like in your heart of hearts something's wrong or even if you're like like something's rubbing you the wrong way you'll always like call it out or yeah. like you'll you'll say something and at the end of the day it's having a conversation like yeah. I, I don't think I'm right like yeah. I don't think I'm right 100% of the time like if you always think you're right like you stop learning exactly, exactly. so I'm always trying to learn I'm more than willing to have conversations and learn from people mm -hmm. like I could be living in a complete world of delusion. Like, talk to me about it. Exactly, yeah. Interacting with people is what gets you closer to reality. Yeah. Like, I could think whatever I want to think in my head. And if I don't put it out there and let it be analyzed and kind of broken down, broken down yeah. and kind of tested, if, this, if I don't let it get out there and, you know, let it, people to look at it and be like, hey, this is right, this is wrong, what's wrong with it? I'm never going to learn anything. Mm -hmm. I... Like, it's like almost like, I don't know, I guess like a mirror. Like, if you don't see, if you don't see it, like, how are you going to... Yeah, like, when things are in, just in your head, it's very easy to yeah. either brush them aside or, like, negate them or whatever. But, like, yeah. once you hear it out loud, once you have someone, whether it's back you or stand against mm. you, it just makes it real and you yeah. can deal with what's going on. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're forced to think about it in different ways. Yep. And it... Either then it's you, you, uh, you, you get re you get the the reassurance that hey I'm I'm on the right train mm -hmm. of thought, or you learn that you're wrong and you, grow. And you learn yeah yeah, and uh, yeah that's what it's about. That's it. I think, I think that's a good note to end it on. Yeah, I think we so talked too. a lot. Yeah, hopefully all of this recorded. Ox. Well, all right, guys, should we say anything? <laughs> so that was our first Vedlearn podcast. Uh, I think we, should we plug our social media? Yeah. Uh, follow Vedlearn at on Instagram at at Vedlearn v e h l a n dot c o on Instagram. Uh, follow Jesse on Instagram. What's her What's her thing? Wow, Jesse on my Instagram. Jesse Bar, right? It's, it's at Jesse J e s s i e e b r a r. Okay. It's a double e because. Okay, somebody else said. Yeah, I know it's really sad. I tried fighting for it. Uh, mine is my all my social media is at it's too sunny. So I T S I T S T W O S U N N Y. <laughs> all my social media. Fair. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we drop this podcast soon. You guys get to listen to it and give us some feedback. What's the rap score? I think, but yo, you never know. We won nine points. Nine. Game one. Game one. One oh nine. Bag. This is, is a good note to end on. Okay, bye. Right, bye. <laughs>